World War One, Part Two, History Stories Collection. President Wilson sought to be a true public servant by listening to the opinions of people throughout the land. He did not try to lead the nation into war while the feelings of the people were still divided. A divided people could have done little in this gigantic war. His training made him able to understand the temper of the American people well. He was a student of history and the author of well-known books on the American government. President Wilson's boyhood was much like that of any other boy. In his classes, he was neither brilliant nor slow. He took part in all regular school sports, and at Davidson College once saved the day for his team in baseball. Later at Princeton and John Hopkins, two of the most famous Eastern universities, he studied history and economics. At the age of 23, he began a book called Congressional Government, which shows his command of words and thorough knowledge of his subject. He had tried practicing law, but did not make a success of it, and decided to be a teacher. In this, he is like many other Americans who have failed in their first undertaking, and later been successful in a different line. He taught first at Bryan Mawer, a woman's college, near Philadelphia, then at Wesleyan, the old Methodist University, then at Princeton. Princeton, Trenton, Washington, Wilson's career has been jokingly summed up. For he was in turn chosen president of Princeton, governor of New Jersey, whose capital Trenton is, and president of the United States. On the whole, his record at Princeton and Trenton and as president during his first term was that of a liberal and fearless chief. The elections of 1916 came at a critical time, and President Wilson was re-elected partly because he kept us out of war. Banners with this motto on them were largely used in the campaign. The American nation did not have that warlike of loving war for war's sake, which the Kaiser boasted of in his people. In 1913, Mexico had been so upset that it looked at, as though the United States might, for, might be drawn into a clash with her. President Wilson avoided this except when the soldiers landed at Vera Cruz for a short time. Later, General John J. Pershing was sent down to Mexico to punish Villa and his outlaw bands. He killed many of Villa's followers, but the wily old fox himself escaped. After the Lusitania was sunk, the submarine warfare grew more widespread and reckless month by month. In January 1917, Germany openly declared that in the future she would not limit this warfare by any rules whatever. She aimed to cut off all supplies from Great Britain and to starve her people. She gave America one little port among the British Isles, where the United States might send her passengers and commerce. Secret agents of the Central Powers had been blowing up factories in the United States and purchasing newspapers to defend the German cause. Their treacherous acts had already caused President Wilson to dismiss the German ambassador. Germany's statement that hereafter her submarines would know no law at last proved to all the nations that America would not remain out of the war.